And welcome back to Talking Gaming and Tech, where we have iPhone 15s that are playing modern PC games. We also have the Project Renee update. <laughs> and I'm sure some of you are going, what the hell is that? Uh, we also have the Unity controversy going on right now because Unity is falling behind other behind other game developing software, which is pretty interesting that they're pulling trying to pull this. But hey, that's a whole whole other thing. And obviously, we're going to get into the iPhone crazy iPhone 15, one of the biggest generational updates that has happened in a long time. So that being said, we have the Congress event that happened in Mexico, where we had some crazy announcements from their government, along with other world leaders at the congressional hearing, revealing possible UFOs and mummified aliens from over a thousand years ago, which is pretty crazy. And then at the end, we are going to get into the breakdown of Ahsoka episode five and possibly some of four, because obviously we didn't do it. We do podcasts every other week, so we didn't cover last week's episode where we're going to cover both um, and get into the reason why episode five was actually in theaters and there's a good reason why how moving this episode actually was um so and a very good big like transitional moment i guess you could say uh so we will get into that at the very end of the episode for all you star wars fans but right now we're going to get into what have we been playing what have we been up to in the last few weeks since we last filmed an episode got every Every time we do this, I forget. I have everything ready. Remember what I'm doing, and then I forget. What the hell have I been doing? You guys go first, because I had something, and I forgot. You forgot. Like, <laughs> in other words, every time we start, I forget what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> I had an idea. I had what I did this week lined up. Then we started, and I forgot. Because I had to make fun of you about the fake alien dolls. <laughs> so, uh, I played a little bit of Call of Duty last week. That was nice. And then I uh, got a couple little handheld consoles. Yeah, some, yeah, Amernick. That we'll be doing some uh, reviews, reviews on. on. Yes. And uh, they're pretty neat. One's really, really, really tiny. But they work. They work really, really, really well. Like the the big the the normal size handheld plays Dreamcast like flawlessly. Yeah, it has uh, PlayStation One. It plays it plays. I'm thinking about getting the other one too. You know, the one that looks like a Switch Lite because that yeah. could play up to GameCube and PlayStation Two. Yes, it can. Yeah, so, the 400. Yeah, yeah, the 405 or something like that. Yeah, the 405. Yeah, yeah. but no, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the 405 is a pretty nice one. Yeah, new ones come out all the time. Yes, uh, it's too fast. It's too fast because I finally got mine and now they're not even talking about it. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Well, no, they come out like... Like, Amronek's always developing more because it's fairly easy to develop those small form factor um, computers on a chip. Um, and they're getting cheaper and easier to make. Um, and the fact that, like, how much, how powerful they actually are. Like, granted, the only reason why the Raspberry Pi 4 is so expensive, not so expensive, but it's like 100 bucks, is because of the demand for it is so high. Mm-hmm is so stupid high yeah. they can't manufacture those things fast enough to get them out to people why it's hard to get hold of people why it's yeah. getting hold get a hold of them um and uh, the raspberry pi 4 is still very very powerful um but some of these small form factor like pcs have like these computers on a chip are very powerful and they can run a lot of things and the graphics power is actually fairly decent like you, was, you were just saying it can run 
um, it can easily run like some of the more expensive ones you can get all the are actually even running switch at low quality so yeah yes well yeah the the 405 can like it can barely run it mm. like, yeah there's, like, be, there's better ones than that that cost a little more oh yeah but, I, um, I don't want to get one of those window ones though they're just too much oh. it's just too much and they're too big they're yeah. big, they're like thicker than a yeah. steam deck right and there. and well and the end all is the steam deck the steam deck is like like there's it's gonna take a lot for a company to beat that well uh, the rock ally is is competing to a point um but the versatility of like the steam deck and like how the os was built for that like that's a big contributor to mm-hmm. it what is cool is uh the one i got does dual boot yeah most of them are starting to do all dual boot what, uh, like the linux one and then you do a thing and it opens up with uh android yeah it's a touch screen yeah um yeah and i know in the 405 the android actual apps are running really well so which is actually really cool so yeah figure out what you've been doing grim (laughs) no okay nate what do you mean (laughs) anyway i'll just go with a probably the same old shit like i'm pretty sure that's what it was mostly like i've been working very hard on D &D. Because the cyberpunk stuff, I want to finish this, as I've mentioned to you multiple times. I want to get this city done because there's so much content in this city. And I need to move past it because i got to work on stuff for Wild Arms. Because i got to build an entire continent for you guys for that game. So I need to get this other thing finished. But this thing just ballooned into this massive city of a ton of shit to do in it. And, and Grim finally saw the, the surprise I had. The uh, yeah, mask, super cool. mask. Yeah, right there in the back. We had a very good session this weekend where people did stuff that they, that normal D and D players do for the first time, like gathering information, taking notes on that information, and paying attention to what the bodies were and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like there was some real D and D play for once. I don't know. I, I want that. It. I want that D twenty reckless. <laughs> What D20 reference? From that video I sent you? From your people? Oh, oh yeah. Um, from Critical Role. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I would just tell people to watch Critical Role if they want to learn how to play, because that that shows you what you're supposed to do, and I don't mean you have to play D&D a certain way, but you watch a clip like that, Bazinga, and you go, oh, they're just kind of asking questions and saying what's on their mind during whatever's going on. Yeah. And that yeah. just snowballs into them fucking all of a sudden they're in this giant event that they created this elf just because yeah. they ask questions and But that's 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 why I like that because they're they're in person. Yeah but I like they, watching they feed the, off of each other. The best though is watching so um it wasn't uh Matt Mercer who was hosting I it was somebody else. Um, but they had, um, he had friggin', uh, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, Joey McCrombie, Brandon Sanderson. I forget who else. It was one other fantasy novel. Uh, this is a while ago. It was like two years ago. Um, I forget who the DM was. When you get four fantasy author novels together playing characters and like a DM that like these guys like killed it playing these characters <laughs> because they're like, obviously that's their life. They write characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh my God, I'm it was sure incredible. I'm sure they're way better, but I'm <laughs> saying the people playing. The people playing my games can do that. It won't be as good as that. They mm. can do that. All they have to do is understand that they have to pretend that they're they're there. So, like, if I go, you step into a room and you see a lion ripping this creature apart, like this person apart. To your left is 
there's like a dripping blood and you're not sure, but you think you see another another figure moving around. If you don't respond at all, then what do I ha- what can I do but uh, but describe more stuff, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's super simple. You just respond. If you were in a if you stepped into a room, Bazinga, and you saw a lion ripping someone's head off and you thought you saw one moving to the left of you, what would you say or do? Yeah, well, I've noticed that a lot of times we just don't even think about that. It doesn't even come to our mind. Like a lot of things he wants us to do, we're, we're like, we're like we'll completely just go way over it and not even <laughs> well, notice. I, well, I don't mean I'm not asking but. what 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 I want you to do there. I'm just saying, in your mind, I describe that scene. What would go through your mind if you were there? <laughs> or if I said like you feel someone tugging at your belt, you realize the kid's trying to steal your wallet. If I say that to you, the dead this shouldn't be a dead mic where people are just waiting for me to keep talking. Someone <laughs> should go someone should go, Hey, that kid's trying to steal your wallet. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's we don't all think I'm about saying. that. We don't even that doesn't even come to our mind. That's, that's a, what it, I'm but, trying and and last week you did. People uh-huh. ask questions about the bodies. And that's what I mean. It's getting there. People are oh, starting yeah, to body, react yeah, yeah, yeah. to the what I'm setting, and that's all I'm saying. React yeah. to what I say and it will turn into something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how Drom became Drom. Drom. <laughs> and that's how Kibben became Kibben. Drom. Right? And I will, die, I will go to the grave saying Kibben was one of the greatest characters in the history of D&D. <laughs> that shit was so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. You have, dude, you have no idea how stupid this, the legend of Kibben is. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we had streamed that one and we had people watch, we would have blown up and been big. <laughs> because that's how goddamn funny Kibben was. At all mm. times. The arguments they had with him over magic not being real and watching Alex, which I think probably is the smartest person playing my games. Like, that kid's kind of like a whiz. Mm-hmm. And watching him weasel around it and then go, no, magic can't be real because of this. And you're kind of like, well, it's retardedly stupid, but it makes sense because Kevin's saying it. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I've been working on D&D stuff playing league with the guys we're we're, we're onboarding mitch in the league in the league Ugh. which should be funny should be hilarious um other than that we got dry uh wild arms this week come check it out you'll have a good laugh indeed the group has as, as, gone as, in a complete as, circle as long as we have power yeah there's yeah. a good chance we probably won't <laughs> dude you're not supposed to invoke that asshole Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah, if you don't shut know. up. <laughs> I will not lose my D and D to the likes of you. <laughs> All right, Nate, uh, what have you been? Anyway, doing? so I planning have... to kill D and D is what he's been doing. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, I actually haven't been gaming as much besides from Tetris. Actually, um, so Tetris is like my always my go back to. Always Tetris. I don't know. Tetris is just, it's not addiction. It's like, I don't know. It's meditative is the best way to put it. But then I get into a streak. I'm like, wow, I killed 104. I killed 40 lines in, in one minute, 30 seconds. Can I beat that? Nerd! It's, yeah. <laughs> and it gets more and more. How fast can you go? How fast can you go? Um. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun, though. I don't know. <laughs> I like Tetris. But, yeah, other than that, I've been mostly just, uh, um, editing for the rest, well, Retro World Expo. Yeah. Um, and I also found out something interesting, though. On um, the podcast I listen to all the time, which is the editing podcast, 
uh, which is like two editors that host the podcast there. They they both work for YouTube and YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then there's a new study out by because it was an old study for what the most stressful jobs are in the world. Number Walmart, one job lot. So number one, do you guess? Obviously, I'm pretty sure this is pretty easy. What's the most stressful job in the world? Retail. No. Editing videos? No. <laughs> no, it's it, it would police? either be soldier or police officer, and nothing no. else matters. Even even no, nope, it doesn't matter what kind of review or whatever. It's either police officer or well, this is the, fire, well, the police that, officer, fireman, or military. Well, no, no, either no. one of them, you could lose your life. Well, no, this is based off of people being like scientifically, like basically testing your stress levels during a job, um, and they can test those levels because those. When your stress is high, it can actually invoke a lot of different diseases and stuff like that. That's why people get sick at work okay. a lot. Okay, talk about um, so it's not today. anything. If it's not anything that can can cause you bo- bodily maiming or death, then it's not a flare. Well, no, well, well, no, but like, yeah, this is based off of just like the levels that get heightened, like your cortisol levels and stuff like that that get heightened during stress. Okay, besides the fight, military, the, the fighter, stuff. the fight or flight kind of thing that kicks in. Basic real job. Um, yeah, this is what. Because that's what stress levels are. It's yeah, the yeah. fight or flight from our prehistoric days when but we were. But it's, in the it's wild basic life. real jobs. It's but, not. It's not military well, or anything like that. Anyway, so um, so yeah, yeah. Um, so there is military stuff on the list. They're not like up in the top tier. They're in like the bottom ten. Oh. Um, but um, the Jen, you guess what the number one is? I already said. Well, no, it's got to be something. Go ahead. It's got to be being a YouTuber. Stupid. Anyway, no, no, no. So number one <laughs> is a doctor, obviously. Oh, yeah, well. I think of stressful is, and not just any doctor. The actual certain type of doctor um, is urologist. Really? Yeah, but see, that's flawed because you would have to go one step up and say you would say combat vet. I mean, no, combat medics. No, no, because well, combat they, medics are doing the same thing under way more stressful situations. Well, no, but that's a whole different type of category. That's like in a subcategory. We're talking about like basically getting talking to people how they feel on their stress level what do you call it, what they are, then they measure their stress levels and where their, like, different vitals are at that time to measure their stress, see what their fight or flight state is at at that current moment. Um, And that's how you determine your stress level. Um, So, and obviously, if you're dealing with people that are going into, uh, basically, urologists, because that's pretty critical. That's people, like, with anus cancer and shit. Like, that's pretty terrible. You don't want to be dealing with that. Like, those are, like, those are probably pretty stressful. You probably tell people some pretty bad news a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, that's pretty bad. The second most. Retail. No. Fuck you. Like, that's not even on the list. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, the second is actually film and um, content creator YouTube editors. Really? Yep. Jesus Christ. This entire study is flawed. No, 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 no. The reason why is because we saw this. There's a time schedule. Well, no, no. We saw this. Yeah, it's a time schedule. And we saw this, obviously, with LTT. Oh, um, yeah. Well, no. Everyone was getting burnt out. No, and we saw this. People were like, people, and like, people were posting on forums that worked at LTT. They were like, not happy. Mm-hmm. And some of those okay. were editors. Okay. And they did okay. not hold. Krim, let me talk. Hold on. Anyway, so those were editors. Yeah. Um, that were getting burnt out because they had to edit like five videos a day and they had to be perfect. And this is the difference. So that must be why what's his name left? The, the big no, editor. he got another job with another company. He's making way more. Oh, okay. More money. Way more money. Wow. Um, no, but you know, so, and it is stressful because you want to hit that deadline. You want to do a good job. I know for me editing, I read over my edits so many times because I want them to be perfect. I want every aspect to be perfect. And um, then it and, comes out in 360p for like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. And, and they point out the same thing Grim said. Um, um, how could it be that stressful? Well, it can if you're one of those people. 
Um, but if you're somebody that loves their job, if I if I was editing for a film, holy crap! Like well, I, also I, I, would, no, like I would be stressed. OCD. No, I, I would be stressed, but I would I would be stressed, but I would be so happy I'm doing my job. Yeah. Can I yeah. please straighten this out now? What? The YouTube editor is from this generation. It's a mm. new job of this generation. Yes. This generation is very very weak. They crumble over minim under minimum pressure. That's how these people are. We got a kid at work that we just hired who literally just sweeps the floor and he's panicking 24 Oh, no, no. I, I, completely, oh, I completely agree with you, Graham. I completely agree with you on that. This is completely flawed. If you're stressing that much over that, it's because of a mental problem you had. Well, it depends if, you, no if, way if, if you're doing it for your own channel or if you're doing it for somebody else's and, and they're being very strict about it and pushy and pushy. Is like, this done I yet? understand this done yet? there has to be levels of stress, mm -hmm. but if you are stretching over that far more than you would be stressing over, I don't know, running into a burning building to try and save someone's life then you don't have per perspective on what's really stressful in well, what well, I, I, no, I, I stress over my job daily and I, I know I have it easy in comparison I, to people that like have okay. to risk their okay, lives constantly. Grim, I, I think you're missing the perspective actually, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I exactly get I get what you're saying, Nate. You think it's stressful to edit film. And no, I'm telling no, you, that's no, not no, that's no, not no. actually the minimum no, stress no, that people are taking too that, far. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the same burden that's going on your body and your vital system is the exact same. If you're stressed, like at retail, say if you're super so stressing out, one is caused by actual stress. The other is caused by your own problems and weaknesses. No, I know, but it still and has these young teenagers and twenty early middle age, like twenty young twenty early thirties okay, people. They're from a generation that gets stressed over very simple stuff easily. No, I know, but I'm the same same physical damage it's is like happening It's like you're right and wrong all at once. They're no. right and wrong all at once. I know, because if you... Their physical damage you, is the same. All right, well, we got some topics yeah. we got to go over. So. <laughs> but if you put <laughs> someone go. in a much more stressful spot, like if you put them on the beach of Normandy, they'd probably just collapse and start crying. Well, versus people, like people are built differently now. <laughs> people are built differently. I want to tell you because I I've been having issues with people at work too. Oh man, yeah but we have yeah uh, overworked and they've been here a week. All right, let's go. And, and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, so okay. our first topic. So <laughs> okay, so the iPhone 15, which we're going to get into the second half of it. All the details of the iPhone 15 Pro. Which is pretty crazy. It's the biggest generational jump I have seen in a phone, kind of, in a long time. Kind of. Um, so the i the A seventeen is a crazy big jump. Yeah, hardware wise, yeah. appearance wise, it looks the same. It looks as yeah. We're gonna actually get into that discussion actually on the second half uh, about that in general. Um, but no, but the fact that what this thing can do. So this thing, you know, what I mean, is as powerful as a low-end gaming machine if not more powerful in actually some regards this thing's going to be able to run um well it's going to be a ported version of assassin's creed and obviously the obviously resident evil 4 remake that just came out mm -hmm. uh which um if you haven't played if you put it on high it can actually pretty be be pretty damn demanding on even modern full gaming systems uh death stranding also will be coming out on it um so it's it's and it's going to have full ray tracing and everything else on it. So it it's not running like what you'd see at a GPU in an actual PC. It's running their own mm. uh, version of a GPU. So um, the fact that it's able to run these games and they looked insanely good, like if on this wasn't a yeah, well we like don't a yeah, yeah, representation yeah, yeah. versus well, what it actually we'll can see do. easily in like a few more weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
because that's when these will be coming out along with iOS 17. Um, but the fact that these phones are that powerful mm. that they are running full PC games now. Yeah, the the the, the can well, we'll get into it later with the camera. Mm. Well, it shows and it also shows the potential uh for the next switch. Oh yeah. What, how much pow- more powerful the next Switch is actually going to be because how much more powerful... It won't powerful- be that much more powerful because they want to sell it at a cheap price so people can buy it. Remember, these phones are subsidized. You don't buy this phone for 300 bucks. You buy it, you get it, you subscribe to, to the service and get it super cheap. Oh, no. Nintendo, yeah, no, you don't anymore. But- yeah, that you don't actually eat anymore, but that's a whole other thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So you still have to pay a ton for it. You actually, yeah. you end, actually end up paying more. You either buy it outright okay. or you got to pay okay. an extra but my $45. my point is Nintendo's not going to set that up. So what you're going to see is a switch that's a little bit like probably double what the old one was, but it won't make that giant jump because they'll still want to sell it. It'll for probably a couple be like dollars. three ninety nine or something. Yeah, they they want to sell it at a cheap price, so it won't be that big jump because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, what just, I'm saying though, just, Nintendo would kill themselves if they tried to compete with the same price point. Like even if it's just as strong as a PlayStation Five, say it's just as powerful, like you're talking about. If yeah. Nintendo came out with a Switch that said, "Oh, it's on par. We're paying. We're charging you five hundred. People wouldn't believe them and wouldn't buy it." No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it'll probably be slightly better, more powerful than the Steam Deck. That's what the new Switch will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it won't be that massive jump just because of pricing. Well, it'll be a massive jump for Nintendo, actually. But that's a whole other thing. It'll probably be like some games can play 4K. Yeah, by the time yeah. they hit that jump, on the though. Handheld. Yeah. It will be like it will be like a leap, in, oh, like yeah. a barely a leap in comparison to the other stuff out in the market. Because my, my phone from, works. My phone from three years ago is more powerful than a Switch. Yes, <laughs> so. and it doesn't matter because Nintendo has quality games. That's what yeah. keeps them going. Yeah. So. Yeah. Get off the screen, stupid thing. <laughs> anyway, so stupid this, article. This one is pretty. Okay, pretty so crazy. Unity. Obviously, if anyone doesn't know Unity, Unity is a game developing engine. Uh, that allows a lot of indie developers use Unity to make their games. Um, obviously, also people use Unreal Engine um, and a lot of the VFX within games. They use stuff like Blender uh, to make those. And there is a big controversy going on in Unity. Uh, Unity has changed their pricing structure. So, and what they are going to be is now charging you per download. Well, no, per install. install. Per, per install, install yeah, yeah. technically. It's per download, technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, Unity. Um, so <laughs> Unity's uh, new plan developers who use Unity free tier of development services would own Unity. What do you call it? Obviously, owe Unity 20 cents per installation once their game hit threshold of 200,000 downloads and, yeah, and 200,000 in, re- so in revenue. Um, obviously, which means they would owe them, what, $20,000? Yeah. After that threshold. Yeah, they would owe them $20,000. In other news, Unity is quickly becoming the obsolete program well, that no one uses anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so this is the difference. So, you can obviously buy the Pro Unity plan or the, what was it, the other, there's one other plan. Um, so, something interesting, the CEO of Unity sold a good portion of his shares last week. Oh, of course, of course. Okay, and then all of a sudden this week they make this change. I think it's twenty cents per installation after they get two hundred thousand dollars, because it says once their game hits thresholds of two hundred thousand downloads. Yes, so I think I that's will, 
but so I was two, watching one. One is twenty. But I was no, two. Yeah, but I was watching a video of someone else developing another game developer, and uh-huh. he said, "No, it actually means once you hit that threshold, you owe them everything back behind that. That's messed because up. you're past that threshold. Wow. Um, so you would owe them once you hit two hundred thousand, you owe them twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then they're wor- they're worried about like people like review bombing a game. Yes. So they're like, they'll delete it, reinstall it, delete it, reinstall it, delete it, reinstall it, and keep getting those installation fees. They say that they'll have some kind of thing to avoid that, but... Yeah, we don't know. That's, yeah. um, that's, yeah. It's it's still kind of messed up out of the blue. And a lot of people are thinking, because obviously Unreal Engine, there's a few other engines out there that are being super innovative right now and coming out with some crazy things yeah, yeah. to bring in, kind of, kind of, to push the next generation of gaming to the next level um, with what like the PS5, the Xbox Series S can do and modern PC gaming uh, with the 40 series graphics cards, what they're actually capable of when you add AI into them. All the shit that's the, that these programs can take like advantage of and y- Unity is not doing anything to take advantage of that right now at all. They're not doing anything. They haven't innovated at all. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that they're doing this to bank and get out and then close the door. Why would Ubisoft do that? Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Wait. Ubisoft owns Unity, dude. I don't know if they do. But um, but yeah, a lot of people are thinking because of the guy sold most of the stock. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to double check. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure but, Unity is part of a Ubisoft. Lot, a good amount of people are thinking that they might be just trying to bank. And then... I might, I might have mixed it up. My bad. Anyway. Unity owns Unity. Yeah, Unity is just Unity. So Which thought, company owns Unity? I think pretty sure they're on their own entity. Yeah, publicly traded. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. my bad. I mixed it up. So anyway, so was... a lot of people are thinking because they're not ah. innovative. There's no, there's no news about any innovation with Unity or anything like that. They're just trying to bank and then get the hell out, and hope some people don't leave. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's like some insider stuff. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. That's just why I added this other article. The entire gaming industry uh, unites against Unity. Um, so it takes a lot to unite an entire corner of an industry <laughs> uh, for game chain for a game engine, the biggest uh, rival to the Epic Games Unreal Engine. Uh, Unity announced that we obviously would. We just got into that. Um, originally, it was announced that every install would cost. Yeah. Uh, as for piracy, yeah, yeah. Demos, charity. Uh, despite some the clarifications, no one is celebrating this move, and it feels deeply backward. <laughs> and there will be, there will likely remain a flood of developers who flee the platform to Unreal or other engines in order to avoid this kind of install fee based model. Yes, they will. Um, and so, yeah, in this article points out, see a lot of people are already leaving Unity and already switching over. And I think if they don't take away this, we're going to see it'll be the death of Unity. It'll be done. Um, which will just be more market share for Unreal Engine, uh, which isn't doing in some insanely incredible things with AI. Holy crap! Are there are, they, are there any other open source type, whatever the hell this is? Uh, there is other open source game engines, but nothing like you so see a lot. Of, it wouldn't be in a monopoly type of thing. No, there's smaller game engines that are fairly like a lot of indie developers use okay. and a lot of like mobile game developers use um granted a good portion uses unity um but there's other ones out there especially if they're making a fairly simple game um there's many options out there um mm-hmm. unity was one of the ones you could do in building a 3d environment it was a lot more they had a lot more capability not as capable as unreal engine but it was there 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was it's it's a it's a really well it's I don't want to knock Unity that much because Unity is actually really good. It actually does a lot of really good things. It's just that Unreal Engine in the last like couple years has jumped leaps and bounds ahead of it. Um, and we saw that, especially that game we reviewed. That's going to be coming. Well, we don't know when the hell it's going to come out. Um, where he because he only showed like one like when you walk into like one room and you're in that firefight and it looks like real. And that oh. was that was done with Unreal Engine with the new AI abilities that it has mm-hmm. with the forty ninety, uh, the shit it can do. There was a, there was another game coming out that has that same atmosphere too. Yeah, like it looks real. Like, yeah, and it's it's a lot with the procedural generating like environment stuff that can go on with the ai and 4090s and stuff it's it's pretty crazy uh and other game developing obviously utilities have to step up their game Mm -hmm. um but not pull shit like this yeah that's that's (laughs) how about just innovate (laughs) oh boy yeah how about just innovate like it's some easy thing to do (laughs) oh no how about just innovate (laughs) like it's just some easy thing Hey, Unreal Engine did it. Hey, you know, it, actually, Unreal just spent a lot of money that other companies don't have. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they already had they, they, because, Fortnite, man. Because Unreal Engine 4 did so well, and so, so many companies adopted it. But let's that. be real. Unreal is not this, like, innovative masterpiece, like, 4 and 3. They had certain companies and certain hits that pushed them to where they were. Yeah, they did. Of course they did. All right, so let's get into Project Renee. Is that what this is? So, yes. Okay. Uh, Project Renee. Anyway, so if you don't know what Project Renee is, it's what they, what people had no clue what EA was talking about for a long time um, until they started seeing like the, basically the demo plays and stuff like that. And they were like, okay, this is Sims 5. And yeah, it's obviously it's confirmed now. It is. Oh, it is. so like uh, it is since so live, Project Renee, like Project Dolphin or whatever. Yeah, it's okay. Project Renee. All right. Um. So, um. Anyway, so Project Renee is going to be supposedly it's going to be as as we know now it's going to be free to download on day one, which means it's going to suck. Okay, it's it's oh, it's, oh, it's it, it, this is like this is how I want I put this on here because I want to talk about how far the Sims have fallen. Yeah, Max is Max just needs to come back. Well, no. Okay, what needs to actually happen is, um, friggin' Paradox Studio needs to hire Maxis to make a new Sims on their platform that blows this out of the water. It would be really cool if they could do that and then sync them together. Yeah. So, so your your house is on the map of the game. Yeah. And you can control that person. Yeah. And family. Oh, that'd be really neat. Yeah, it would be cool. Or if they just added it into the game, you know. Well, that's the whole yeah. That, that'd be a little more pressure, but they could just hire these guys and go, "Hey, we need you to develop a Sims game for it. We're going to give you all the tools you need." And we call them Meeple. <laughs> well, no, they can call them Sims, like S C I M. Sims. <laughs> what's the game? What are we? What's that game called? What City Skylines? City Skylines. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Hmm. Which I can't wait. That comes out in a couple more weeks, actually. City yeah. Skylines too. Um. Anyway. But yeah, so this is going to be a free download, and they stated that Sims 5 is going to be not just the next in the series, it's going to be, um, it's going to be available, well no, it's going to be available alongside Sims 4, we're going to continue supporting Sims 4, not they actually support Sims 4, okay? So we're going to continue to so, give you $50. So, if anybody doesn't know, Sims 4 is not like supported, okay? They fired Maxis after the first, uh, first DLC. Okay, those guys no longer work for the company. Maxis made Sims 4? 
Yes. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I thought they'd been gone since like the second one. No, after Sin Forward was made, they pretty much fired him. And they took and they gave the code to a subsidiary company they have, which the people that work there are literally just code monkeys. They come in, they punch in like a normal person. They get a list. Oh, hey, you need to write code for this, this, and this. They don't have no passion for it. They just like, okay, I'm writing code for this part of the game. Okay. And then I go home. Oh, um, with the way that's everything's their job. working, they probably not even working code. They're like, hey, AI, make this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's how it, this is. Uh, yeah. So it, there's no support for there's support for Sims 4, but it's not what you think. It's not people behind there going, oh, I really this would be a cool, innovative idea. No, there's nobody doing that. No, the best, the it's best, not the, happening. The best thing with Sims 4 is just modding it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just mod it. I, I mean, um, and I don't normally condone piracy, but pre-perspective. Like, it would cost you over, like, $2,000 to get all this freaking download, all the DLC for Sims 4. Yeah. Um, where them. other games, like, games comparison, like City Skylines, which is has so much content, it's, like, beyond stupid, it'll cost you less than $100 for the game and all the DLC. <laughs> I have a bunch of the DLC myself. <laughs> so, come on now, guys. Yeah. Um, you, so. You greedy code monkeys. Yeah, well, it's not even. They're, I know it's they're not even there. They're just going and doing their job and going home. They're not even. They have no say or not. So, and what it seems like in this game, all it's going to involve the real why it's free is all you have is a apartment, and apartment, an apartment. Right. Um, and then it seems like it's an online game, so it's like kind of like an MMO Sims. Mm. It's kind of weird. Um, that you don't play with other people. And the reason why people are thinking is that it's going to adopt a lot of like mobile game um, attributes to it to like get new clothing, get stuff for your sim. You're going to, have to pay actual money, which is why it's free. Yeah, they are going. They are going to rake. Mean people think if they, it, they they are. Of course they obvious. are. Yeah, they they are going to rake more money out of this game than they ever like. I mean, because people are just gullible. It's sad, and hopefully if you're one of those people and you're listening to this podcast, you probably are not, but if you are, please, please do not play Sims 5 at all. Don't play Sims 4 either, um, for that Sim- matter. Just if, but, but whoever wants to. Go, go back. Sim- go, Sims 4 is free now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go back and play Sims like 1 and 2 when Maxis were still around. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Boy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, don't, don't support this game. This is just, this is, this is going to be just EA's cash cow. This is 785.09 for a whole bunch of them. Oh, you mean not even including all of them though. Oh, you're looking at the Sims. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) Content for this game. That's uh, like all the old ones. So we're up to 785. Point out that content having a bunch of DLC doesn't ne- inherently make your game shit. Because, for example, if you were to go look up Fantasy Grounds, there's about 9,000 DLCs you can buy for that because yep. of all the D&D books and tokens and maps and stuff you can buy. That doesn't make it a bad thing. It's just EA, so you know it's bad. Well, well a, lot, a lot of these DLCs have like yeah. 10 things in it and it's 40 you know, yeah yeah well, like, that much but EA, still you know it's bad <laughs> it's, that's their new motto EA, you know it's bad in the ass it's in it's in the ass it's in the game nope not anymore 
It's just it's in the game. That other game you should have bought, not in ours. But we charged you, and you bought it anyway. You're fucking stupid. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. It's in that other game. It's in that other game. It's in another game you might like. It's called City Skylines. Yeah. Anyway. So this last topic. So this I share this right because I want to get into obviously Starfield. Uh, but I also found this glitch kind of funny because this star- glitch actually in Starfield, it's a bug that allows people to loot Shore's entire inventory from a puddle. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Uh, that, that's not that impressive when you realize that San Francisco allows you to loot an entire store <laughs> inventory from anywhere and you don't get in trouble for it. Yeah, and if you do get in trouble for it, they get fined $20,000. Anyway, is what they're trying to do. Uh, <laughs> anywho, look it up. It's real. Anyway. Um, so, oh, yeah. but the funny thing is, yeah, they have this, 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 this issue. They also have like you can go into the, like there's like a place where people are gambling, and you can just take a bucket and slide, like hold on to something and slide all the money into a bucket and then run away, hide in a room and pick it all up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just... the, all you gotta do is, all you really gotta do, you gotta hit the console button and key in the code, and you can spawn in whatever you want. Oh yeah, that too. But um, this kind of glitch has been in like most, obviously Bethesda games, um, all the Elder Scrolls games. You could do this. Yeah, you know why? Because <laughs> it's the same engine, but they keep telling people it's not. I know, I know. <laughs> but like Elder Scrolls, like five, you could easily most of the blacksmiths, you could take all their shit and then sell it back to them. Oh yeah. Well, I did that all the time. There's a freaking back room you go in, you, you 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 spawn in and you go into the room. It's got everything in the game. Yeah. It's not it's not really a bug in Boulder's Gate, but I like to sell a bunch of shit and then kill the vendor and take it all back. <laughs> but does the vendor respawn? But that's only no, that, yeah. No, but that's, I I actually put myself in a corner where I had to drop stuff on a on the ground in a cave for for a while, and in my my camp I had the 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 chest yeah. spilled so much that I couldn't find anything because I had killed all the vendors and I had to wait until I get the got the boulders gate to sell all my shit. Oh Jesus Christ! What is crazy is the, oh, it's all the, XP to me, dude. The physics in this game, like the, they, they this guy spawned in like a hundred thousand potatoes in in the bathroom and he was still running fine. Oh, um. Well, there's this one guy. <laughs> well, there, there was people having problem with Nvidia cards, but no, they uh, re- cards. And, no Nvidia. See, um, I heard there was AMD. a bunch of people having problems with uh, the 1060. That's an old ass card. Yeah, go ahead. You're gonna have problems. Well, no, with on their own website for Starfield, it's supposed to run at high settings. This game with the 1060. In 1080p. Yeah, probably 1080p. Okay. Yeah, but let's um, be real. They probably fudge their their numbers so they can trick people who have the enough to run it barely mm-hmm. think they have enough to run it well so that they'll buy it anyway well no 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 uh, this morning nvidia released an update it's actually fixed it actually runs well now oh okay well that's good but, yeah so, i'm just but, saying uh, that I, I would expect some of these companies probably do that they probably go this is the bare minimum you need but the bare minimum is not the bare minimum you need per se it's like medium pure settings. shit yeah Mm. Yeah, it's it's the kind it's the kind of stuff where you it's go. Oh, I, mean, but, but I mixed it up. <laughs> Let me put it this way: they probably say, "Oh, my computer can run it at me- medium. Okay, I can run it pretty well." And then you go and hit the recommended, and it runs like shit because their minimum is actually way lower than they let on when they tell you what can run it. Yeah. Because they want people with shitty PCs to buy it because they don't care if the game runs well on your PC. 
half the people that buy the game is are not going to return it. They're going to play it for an hour before they realize it's not running well and then not be able to return it on Steam. And I'm not blaming Bethesda. I just think all these companies probably do that. Yeah. What's funny is one of the one of the guys I watch, he's got his ship, right? There's just this one room in his ship. He just drops everything on the floor. And you walk through it. It's oh. hilarious. He's, it's such a mess. It's like, oh, don't mind that. Don't mind. Like he's talking to the NPC. Don't mind that. It's just... It's just there. It's freaking <laughs> just, hilarious. Uh, anyway, so I have, so I was curious about this game because it kind of bashed it on our last podcast. Mm. Uh, but now it's been out. I've talked to more than a few people that have played it. Um, a lot of people say that the actual, like, designed um, <coughs> quests are really good and really well done. Um, like, there's one you actually, <coughs> like, there's one you actually are a, uh, pirate and you kind of get you're smuggling stuff and then you actually get arrested mm-hmm. so <laughs> did you die over there to die. i'll be right back all right <clears throat> so anyway so the well, actual design quests are pretty cool like one you actually get become a pirate and you actually have to kind of smuggle stuff out and whatnot and you actually get caught and you get arrested um and then you kind of become well not a double agent but you come the uh the people that you arrested you think that the galactic whatever they are federation whatever they're called uh, um they see. they think you're actually obviously working with them but you're actually working with the pirates there's a whole big thing with it and i was like and my coworker was talking about the storyline i was like holy shit that's really cool i was like i'd be a really cool storyline to play through um yeah but Nate, you think that's cool because you haven't you didn't play like morwin or oblivion which has the same exact quest lines i, I did play both of those then how are you excited about the same quest line? Because to be a space pirate smuggling shit to the other planets. The only difference is space. Yes. That's the only difference. Yeah. It's uh, the same exact quest line from another one of their games. Oh, yeah. yeah but in space with different words. Well, of course. But it's cool, though, because like, I love sci-fi and I love reading novels with shit like that happening. And I'm like, it'd be really cool uh, to be one of those characters. You're too easy. You're too easy to please, man. Like, um, People need to start holding these companies' feet to the fire. Yeah. And all one, of them. And one, you're actually a real smuggler work for, like, a big conglomerate, like, pharmaceutical company, I guess, and smuggling. They're, like, subsidizing and selling their product on, like, the black market and shit. And, like, I guess it's, uh, this is crazy. ass like, coworkers talk about, like, oh, man. So, yeah, there's a lot of, like, espionage and shit going on that you can get taken part of and stuff. Um, and I was asking, so I, most people said that the procedural generated quests are not that great. But um, I mentioned that to my main coworkers, like, a huge rpg guy and he plays like every damn thing there is um and he was like i have to say different and i was like why he was like um i came across procedure generated quest and it was freaking cool he's like i came across a derelict ship in the middle of the- nowhere and boarded it to find out what was on it got attacked by pirates and this whole entire thing took place with people switching off the gravity and you had to find this person and all those oh, things. Wow. Like, he said it was actually more in deal but it more in deal like basically more detailed than some of the actual actual real like design quests mm-hmm. he found it to be really cool and it was just a derelict ship that he randomly boarded uh he thought it was gonna be nothing and it turned into this giant quest wow um so yeah uh so far yeah um it has a lot of cool things um and i've mentioned that to people about there's like the cutoff point when you land on plants and they said it's so far out there where you have to pick up your ship and get back off he's like i've never traveled that far out beyond where my ship is because it would yeah, take but so that long was never the argument anyway take so the long. argument yeah. The th- the thing is, Nate. The argument wasn't that that happened. That's annoying, but acceptable. You can understand. 
the argument is they told people it wouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. That's why people are mad because they said you could explore the entire planet and you could fly around and explore the entire universe. Then you find out you just go from load screen to load screen to load screen and you're not exploring anything. And you may go, well, the, the space is massive, so it feels like you're exploring it. But I would use this argument with you, Nate. When you play, you know how modern RPGs don't have world maps anymore. They don't mm. like you. You don't have like a, a, a like a what do you call it? Like a field map. You yeah. don't travel from one town to another. Yeah. It's just like that. Sure, I have a map in Final Fantasy X where I can click on a spot and travel around these big open areas. Yeah. Cool. That's cool, but it still feels small and confined because you don't have that field map. Yeah, and yeah, that's no, why all true. modern RPGs feel crappy because they don't have that field map. Yes, yeah, same no, it's thing true. applies to this. It just doesn't feel right when you can't travel there yeah. on your own free will. So that's the one thing I've seen a lot of people say is that's missing from the game. The space battles and the traveling is not completely there. Like I've seen, like that one guy I told you came across a dark ship because you can you can come across dead ships and whatnot in random planets, but it's not as like smooth as you think. It's not like oh you're just wandering. No, you kind of like no, just click you, and move. Everything there. feels because everything feels like a like a bad JRPG about a uh, world map. Yeah, and I say that because most modern JRPGs do not have real world maps. Yeah, and it hurts the games considerably because yeah, you want that open feel. Yeah, and aside from its shortcomings, uh, most people say it's actually pretty amazing. It's a lot of fun to play. The physics are and really most good. Most people don't say that, so let's not be hyperbolic here. Well, I'm talking about the people I know that I personally have played it. Not people I I don't like to take people seriously on the internet. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to take you seriously. I have never met you. I don't know who you are. Mm. Um, I have I have people in my friends thing that say it it's okay, but it's just like every one of their other games, and it's not much of an improvement. Yeah, but yeah, that, no. They say no. it's a good game. Let's put it this way. It's not amazing. Anybody telling you it's amazing is lying, but it's also not terrible. It's in the middle. Yeah. If you've played all their other games, you're going to lean towards, unless you're a hardcore fan, you're going to go, uh, I'm kind of tired of this style, but it's still fun. Yeah. And if you are, have never played their other games, you might be blown away, but that's only if you haven't played like The Witcher or like Cyberpunk. You're going to be blown away because you've never played a game like that. Yeah. But it's it's far outdated, and I don't. I'm so glad they're catching shit for it because mm. hopefully that means the next Elder Scrolls will be different instead of just rehash like every game they've done since Oblivion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what bugs me. And I plan on buying it as soon as it goes on sale because I'm not spending sixty bucks on games anymore. <laughs> very rarely. Yeah, I, yeah. Very rarely. I bought Final Fantasy because I'm a hardcore Final Fantasy fan. I'll buy. Uh, Dragon Quest when it comes out, but you're not going to see me blowing like full price on games much anymore. Mm. Didn't you buy Boulder's Gate? Yeah, but Boulder's Gate I bought um, two and a half years ago when it went into early oh, access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had I've owned that game since day one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Just waiting for it to come out. Yeah. No, but the game in general, it's a fun, fun experience. Um, um, so and it's like, um, and the way like one person put it, it's they said it's kind of like Star Citizen Light, <laughs> because it doesn't have all the shit that Star Citizen has in it, not even close. Um, but it is like it has like the general experience that you kind of get in Star Citizen without any of the other stuff. <laughs> I'm just uh, glad they're catching shit, dude. Because um, 
fuck. Because like Cyberpunk caught a lot of shit. Yeah. And they were just as broken and had and just as like mediocre when it first came out and needed some work. Yeah. And I would have been real mad if Bethesda got a free pass for another game that needed a lot of work at launch. Because <laughs> I'm getting tired of these companies well, getting away with it. Yeah. Well, that's different. This game has run really well. The problem is with it, with Cyberpunk, they really should have in the you know, what do you call it? in the final hour they should have said, "I am sorry, we got made a press conference and sorry guys, we just can't release it on the Xbox One or the PS4. It's it, we've tried it, we just it just won't run." We, should have never been built on either one. No, I but know. If they had to make if they had to make a choice, it should have never been built on the the Xbox before that because the Xbox before that was even worse. Yeah, gimped wise, and they were like, we're shooting for a real low fucking bar. <laughs> yeah, no, and if they that would have cost them so much less flack if those two things didn't happen. If they just said, sorry guys, we just can't get it around those systems. It's too demanding of a game. Yeah, yeah, only for the PS4 Pro and Xbox. No, not even yes. the PS4 yeah. Pro. It wasn't running on there either. No, yeah, only PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. That's it. Yeah, but you're, you're no, because you're missing a very, a very key thing. The Pro versions run fine now, which says to me now if they didn't wait. Yeah, but my point is, if they didn't waste development time trying to get it running on the lower bases, they could have been fine. If they had just focused on those two last gen systems the the uh the one and the pro and then the new ones they would have gotten it out in time fine but mm. they were trying to get it on all of them yeah. and that caused time and problems yeah resource drain yeah and it was it it was not enough foresight by cd project right <laughs> in general it really and wasn't you take away all the bugs and that game is still the best open world game in the last 10 years oh with yeah, the yeah, yeah. Of yeah yeah right yeah Elden Ring completely shits on all of these games, and that, and no offense, that includes Star Starfield. The, ma- like, the major perf- got some shit to learn. The major performance issues were P- uh, Xbox One and PS4. They yeah. ran okay on the Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had a little bit of a problem, but they they could have got it done with the time frame. That's I think the they fixed it in a much faster time than it took them to fix the. I don't. Yeah. I think they well they they removed it from the store and everything. Oh yeah. On yeah, the yeah. PlayStation, I think. Yeah, they did. Um, and a lot of that had to do with they had investments and they had special editions of the PS4, special editions of well, the Xbox did. One. They had those and, chairs. And all the investment that was put into it. And that was a big portion, which they would have had to have paid back, which I'm sure the investors weren't happy about. I guarantee it. There's no way it wasn't brought up at a board meeting saying, guys, we're having a lot of trouble getting this thrown on a PS4 and an Xbox One. Yeah, and they at threw the that guy the out day, the window. <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say about Starfield. At the end of the day, all I'm saying is that if you want Bethesda to improve, you need to get on their case about their games. Mm. And I say this because the industry has left them behind. Yes, there's far more massive amount of stupid stuff you can do in like in like Skyrim and in uh in Elder Scrolls. But I'm sorry. If you look at The Witcher, Elden Ring, and you look at fucking Cyberpunk and you say Bethesda's hanging in with them, you are lying. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, I think it's a completely different game. type of game, though. No, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're still RPGs. World, they're still open-world RPGs. Open world RPG, that's the thing. They're, what they are, open-world RPGs, where you can do pretty much anything you want in them. Yeah. The difference is is that all these these other ones I just mentioned are are all on newer engines, and they come, they're, they're new ideas. In other words, instead of having just a stupid chat window with seven different options that changes like a like a 
like a switch inside the, the game, they have way more detail in every story they write so that you feel like you're in a living world instead of Bethesda's outdated system. That's all I'm saying. Their mm-hmm. system is old. Their engine is old. And when they claim that it's a conversion engine too, all you have to do is look at the game to know they're lying because it looks imp- looks exactly like their old games. Cyberpunk doesn't play like Witcher, does it? No. No, Cyberpunk play has a different system. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the writing, the voice acting, the direction, the world design, it all of it as an open world RPG is mm. far better. The only thing that makes Bethesda games better is the legacy that people love from decades of playing their games. Yeah. And the fact that they're a little bit more open in regards so that you can break them more and do more stupid shit. I think the but reason I, I like this more is because it's uh I, I haven't played it or nothing, but it's more of a futuristic thing. I am so tired of the swords yeah, and shit. That, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> like I couldn't play Fallout because of the freaking zombies and shit. Or whatever you call them. I think the but, argument uh, would but be this this doesn't yeah, look scary at all. The argument would be imagine if you said, Hey Bethesda I want you to make another Elder Scrolls using the CD Project Red's using CD Project Red's engine. Mm. If they if they put their heart into it and did it, it would be a hundred times better than what they're doing now. But they don't want to give up that goddamn engine they're using, and mm. it's just outdated. Well, it's like World of Warcraft. Because they don't want to, because, okay, now they're, now they're owned by a bigger company. So that bigger company is not going to allow them to take the loss and the research and development to make the new engine. Because then they'd I, up, they'd I up hope take... they're already working on it. Yeah, well, For, I, I, I hope I, that I they doubt. came in and they were like, hey, Elder Scrolls, I mean, Elder Scrolls 6 is on this engine, deal with it. Like, yeah, I hope that's right, what's I, happening. Yeah. But deal with know. it or it should, can't be on this engine. Yeah, I, I doubt. I, yeah. I don't all, think it all is. All I know is when people sit there and say, oh my God, it looks so much better than the last one. I'm like, yeah, but you can also see that it's a coat of paint over, you know what I mean? Like you watch a video of a guy running in to talk to you and it looks like, it, it literally looks like Fallout 4, uh, 3, but with way better graphics. Hello, I just saw you. Okay, you know <laughs> no, it is. It yeah. is. It's very similar to that. Yes. And you're just like, you're just like, I love these games, but come on, guys. You're Bethesda. Yeah. Isn't it about time you fucking Bethesda. do the same type of game in a new engine? Yeah, when you see like how AI works in like The Witcher and like CD Projekt Red, basically general CD Projekt Red games, um, how the AI works in comparison, like you're like guys, you're you're years behind. You got to catch yeah, up. Yeah, I, I they don't know about the AI. Like they actually like you watch people move around in this game, and I've watched video. It's okay, but the mannerisms and stuff are not human. Like but when, neither are the cyberpunk because in cyberpunk, way, dude, you can run into somebody they don't even react. No, I know, but when they're you, when, like, good, no, yeah, no, like, I'm talking about the storyline <laughs> though. When you're actually interacting with people, okay, they actually move and interact like real people. Okay, all right, but the the, the regular NPC people, they don't do shit. No, but until it's you shoot a gun, than but, what, it's still better than what Bethesda like, does. With, with the updates, it has gotten better. Like you'll shoot a gun and they'll go ah, but like, like to this it's day, changing. To this day, I can be any Bethesda game doing the exact same thing I've been doing since fucking Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Run in, hit the guy until I run out of stamina, run back out the door, <laughs> wait until my stamina refills, open the door, run in. And if they come out the door, just run backwards until I can do attack again. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, yeah it's outdated. It's, that's the only problem. Yeah. It, it looks it's cool. The same thing it with looks... Grand Theft Auto. People love Grand Theft Auto, but Grand Theft Auto is outdated. Oh, I love Grand Theft Auto. It, it's it's a game that could be effing amazing if it wasn't covered by all the outdatedness 
well, of the engine. My question is, what happened to the innovation though? So years ago, yeah. So video games, okay, especially like j- between like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, like um, between that and like Xbox it, and PlayStation. Courage thing, what dude. happened to going? Holy crap, we need to innovate. Now it's like let's just keep it like. Grand Theft Auto, aside, broken, don't fix aside from the thing. graphics, Grand Theft Auto does not look any different than Grand Theft Auto 3. Okay, aside from the graphics, it doesn't, it moves the same, everything feels the same. It, it plays a lot faster. It does, but it's, it, 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 you still see that, you see that shadow still there. Bethesda, I know, you, I know what you mean. Need, but. All right, Bethesda doesn't technically need this, but they do need this. And they'll make plenty of money without doing it, but they need their Final Fantasy 7 moment. And what I mean by that, is you look at Final Fantasy VI, and then you look at the risks they took with Seven, and how different and how much of a huge leap they took. They risked their whole company on on changing the game, and I don't think Bethesda's trying to change the game because they could just make money well, off of these sheep forever and forever. Well, this, but this, if they want to stay the leader, they have to change the game. No, and because this, other people are changing the game. Elden Ring blew up the model for open world games. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody's trying to rip them off now. Mark my words. In like four years, you're going to see like a hundred Elder Scroll ripoff, um, uh, Elden Ring ripoffs. Yeah, you saw because stuff. they all think they can do it. Yeah, you saw shit in Tears of the Kingdom that was from Elden Ring. Like everybody was paying attention to that game. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was paying P- attention to that game. <laughs> the Lies of P is a ripoff of Elden Ring. Every- that's yeah. From like five years ago, they were like, "We're going to rip off Dark Souls," and it, the guy, the guys making Elden Ring, said, "Go ahead, we're moving on." Yeah, exactly. That, like Bethesda was like, "We're going to make the next Skyrim," and everybody's like, "Oh, awesome! I like, I like Skyrim." Meanwhile, freaking Cyberpunk's like, "You go ahead, we're going to bury you with The Witcher Three, which will still be no." It, mark my words, years down the road, road Witcher Three will be remembered as the far better game than Starfield, no matter how successful it is, simply because they. They changed the well, game with in, that game. No, in reality, so in reality, like when Star Citizen actually comes out, pe- the yeah. game Starfield will never be spoken again. That'll never come out. Well, <laughs> even when it does come out, aren't the ships like yeah, actually have to pay real money for? No, no, no. Okay, so that was during. That's it's still in the pre phase. Yeah, but they were like, oh, buy the ship for ten thousand yeah, dollars. That money is to invest to build the game. Oh, okay. I hope. Um, the real game's not going to be. I'm not going like to talk about about Star Citizen because I feel like it might be an incredibly, incredibly intelligent scam. Well, <laughs> but I've watched people my, play that again. My the point game... being is that things Bethesda used to be the the market leader for this, and in a way, they still are because they generate and sell gangbusters. Yeah. Although I don't know if this game's going to outsell Witcher. Witcher sold a phenomenal, and so did Cyberpunk. Oh, it ain't going to outsell Witcher. It ain't going to outsell the rest that of the right industry. <laughs> The rest of the industry has moved on to going, the target is Elden Ring, and the target is CD Projekt Red. They are now the top dogs when it comes to the game that everybody wants to play. Yeah. And and I don't mean, let me rephrase that, not the game everyone wants to play, but it's the game everybody wishes the game they want to play was. And what I mean by that is all the people playing Starfield love Starfield, but they wish Starfield had, had advanced to feel as good as like cyberpunk does yeah um and to put it in a sense like how big station right now is like starfield is only like you all of starfield together everything that's in starfield is like maybe five percent of how big star citizen is right now (laughs) it is insanely big right now like how big that game is and it's not even done (laughs) like it's stupid like i don't know when that game's supposed to be done but (laughs) 
it's I don't know how much bigger they're gonna get the game. And again, for people who think <laughs> I'm just hating, I plan on buying Starfield and I will play that shit. I, I'm also the kind of person who waits a few months to let the modders fix the bad design. From there's, Bethesda. there's already some let really the modders cool mods. Come in and be like, no, this is how it's supposed to work, and then fix it. Oh, there's already some cool mods. I've seen like shit yeah. from Star Wars in there already and shit. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Stormtroopers and shit. Until the game is running real well, because, yeah, and, and working real well because the modders fix the game. Yeah, and that's when I'll pick it up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this has been gaming. Everybody, we're gonna move on to the other side of the podcast where we're gonna get into mummified aliens, the iPhone five, a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> and all the other stuff. So, <laughs> a dinner far, far away, which is where I'm going now. Take it easy, guys. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> but before I don't watch that, TV anyway. Before we get into any of that, we'd like to tell you about our sponsor. If you don't know, we are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we are sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Hey, kids! It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Talking With, My God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorkening Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Greetings! We are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidoctopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every technical Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Do you like retro video games? 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia. Hi, I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm Jay, the NES addict. Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe. Jump into the Warp Pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood. That's right. Every week we discuss something new like the hardest NES games. Or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes. What our top 10 toys were. <laughs> Battle Beast. No, dude. It was Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. 
Cowabunga. So be sure to check out theweeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Now for now that Grimm's gone, let's do the part of the podcast that everybody enjoys. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to point out to people, so during that promo, you heard them advertise Stitcher. I want to let everybody know that Stitcher no longer exists. They are gone. Really? As of like last week. Oh. Just last week. Stitcher no longer exists. Weren't we part of Stitcher? We're part of everything. Well, yeah, but didn't you? What's the ones that we did first when we first started sending our podcast out? Oh, well, obviously, probably like iTunes, Google, Amazon, uh, probably the main ones. Um, uh, Last FM. Um, and, and when that, I say that Grim's um, gone, I don't, I don't mean because he's a jerk. I uh, mean because a lot of people like this half of the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, iHeartRadio. There's a few of them. Um, yeah, but the, the, the ones you that that you signed up for that sent the things out. Anchor. Well, Anchor does a lot of that automatically. Yeah, Anchor was our host. Yeah, yeah, host. Uh, well, Anchor was our host. That's uh, Is through... St- was Stitcher a host or were they just another? No, Stitcher's player? not a host. Oh, uh, so what what happened to them? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if someone bought them out or whatever. But they are gone. Their app is gone. Everything's gone. Their website's gone. And they obviously they even noticed like a while ago too, like a month ago. They are closing down everything. Um, so yeah, I wanted to uh-huh. let everybody know because I just noticed that in the promo that they have that in the promo, and I'm like, it doesn't exist anymore, Gil. Uh, so, you know, if you don't, 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 don't try to go to Stitcher. <laughs> which promo? In the Dorkening, Dorkening promo. Oh, wow. I noticed they said that, and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Obviously, but most people don't even... I don't know how you actually use Stitcher anyway. Most people use um, the uh, iTunes uh, iPod uh, uh, podcast thing. Uh, and I've noticed that through our podcast through all the years. Um, the iPhone, like the podcast app always like trumps everything by a ton. Like there's so many more people on that podcast app. Um, and I know that's like podcast app I use. Um, and I used, and I've been using that for years. Obviously there was years and years and years I was on Android. Um, but even before, and then before Android, I was using it on my iPhone. Um, I was using that app. So yeah, it's a decent app. I can say that it is actually a decent app, which is why a lot of people use it. It just works. It's simple. Um, it downloads the episodes prior for you if you want to and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, and it's really easy to get your podcast on there if you don't know. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into what we've been watching this week, uh, what we've been doing, because we're going to get into stuffy stuff about mummy zombies, uh, alien things, whatever the hell they are from the Mexico conference thing. The yeah. iPhone 15, we're also going to get into about a galaxy far, far away uh, with the Ahsoka season four, episode four and episode five, uh, which was pretty crazy. So, anyway. What have we been watching? All right. I, I put it in my notes. Oh, in my show notes here. Okay. <clears throat> so I watched a couple movies. 
I watched Simulant and Hypnotic. Okay. All right. Whatever those are. Simulant is a basically a movie uh, that is about like AI people. Okay. So like these these uh, people, that, uh, there's like a cop in charge. Like he's he's like a, he a cop for the Simulant people uh, company, and like if they go out of whack or off what they're doing things they're not supposed to do, he's supposed to capture them and reset them. He's Harrison Ford in Blade Runner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's it's the guy from uh, Avatar, the guy that plays the blue guy. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. that main guy, the Marine. Yeah, yeah. the main Marine. Um, yeah. So he's going around trying to capture these people, but there's these. This is there's this group of rebels. Let's just say, or it, it's not even a group. It's a couple people, or what, simulants. Or what? And they uh, they go into the hack. They hack the whole entire system to be able to get the simulants to be free. Okay. So they can become kind of human. Yeah. And you like the ending because everybody dies. The, the the good guys don't win. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or do or do they? Or do they? Dun, dun, dun. Well, no. I mean, I mean, who say who's the good guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Hypnotic was a Ben Affleck movie where there's these, like, hypnotists. Okay. But they're, like, super-powered hypnotists. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, he, he, he's a detective of, of the police, and he, you know, wakes up. He's in therapy because his daughter was kidnapped. Yeah. And he's trying to find out where his daughter is. And he's, like, going around. that he goes to this thing, and the bank, bank gets robbed, and these people blow. It's it's a, it's a crazy, but it's more of a mind fuck yeah. movie. But it was pretty good. It was pretty good. And at the end, you're like, oh. When you're about halfway to third through, you're like, oh, okay, I get what's going on here. I've seen this before. <laughs> You've seen, yeah, it's true. Anyway, that's a, that's what happens. I mean, some people are good writers and some are shit. Yeah. But uh, it, it wasn't bad. And then I've been, uh, because of Ahsoka, I've been watching, trying to watch Rebels. Yes. So I'm on, like, I'm three and a half seasons in. Okay. Trying to catch up because... A lot of that stuff is from Rebels. Yes. I well, see, so, um, and a lot of people don't realize that what we know now from Dave's journals and what he was working on prior to Ahsoka years ago, right after Rebels, this pretty much is Rebels season five. And it just trans, he took it and just transitioned it into the Ahsoka show. What's really cool is that in, uh, if, you, if you go on to Disney Plus, mm -hmm. there's a thing. Yeah, I know. All what, to, what to watch all, to understand what's every going on. Single Ahsoka episode, which I none know. of the other shows did that. Oh, are they? None of the shows they couldn't really they couldn't really do that anyway. No, but this there's actually like a background. Like I love Mando and the baby, but I think this is the best of them. Oh yeah, Ahsoka. Oh like, yeah, the, just so, like I'm excited. Oh man, is it because, Tuesday yet? <laughs> because those are side characters. This is Dave Filoni's main characters. It's his Han. It's his, it's his Han, Leia, and Luke All of right. the the part of the Star Wars universe he's created. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why this is so important. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm impressed. But and, I, and, and when people say they like like Grim, he he like refuses to watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I personally <laughs> we'll get into it after. But I personally think we're actually going to be bringing um, Dajin and. Um, Grogu to this other to the other galaxy as well. Oh. I think they're going to take everybody. Where's why why no Zeb? I think we'll eventually see Zeb. We haven't seen him. We saw the last time we saw Zeb uh, was Mandalorian season three. Uh, we saw him at the in the cantina. Uh, the last that's the last time we saw Zeb. That's the last time his appearance in this current timeline. Yeah, um, was at that cantina. 
Um, and right after that cantina was when we saw what's his face get a call, which was the call. He said, oh, I have to take this. I have to go. And that was the call he got from Hera to meet him at where that starship was about to take off. Oh, so that was right before that. Cool. Because the, the Mandalorian what starship, three, the one in the. the yeah, episode? Mandalorian season three and um, this season of Ahsoka are taking place the exact same time. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But we're not even there yet. No, we're not there. We'll get into that. Um, so, obviously, the one thing I want to point out, because I'm going to get into something. <laughs> it's too bad we don't have a Grim here right now, because I'm going to get into something he's going to yell and scream about. What's that? My iPhone? No. Um, so, first thing is, though, the Foundation. Foundation Season 2 is really good. Um, and I And I don't get why the people that are hating on it so much. The, so, people know there is no way, shape, or form you can translate the Foundation books into a TV show. Okay, um, they were written in the '60s, and Asimov was great world building. He wasn't good at character building at all. That that's why he wrote such good sci-fi. Like he could build worlds that were so amazing, and he could see where the world was going and where our technology was going, which is why he was such a prolific writer and wrote so many amazing sci-fi novels. And the Foundation takes place over thousands of years. Uh, of a storyline and there's no time to really get into individual characters they're just not um, where the show actually does that because it has a medium to do that um, it's not the same as the book but it has the same overarching story uh, which is really really cool and I think they're doing a great job adopting his work um, but aside from that go check out Foundation if you haven't read Foundation go read Foundation because if you don't know Foundation um, Star Wars and Dune wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for the Foundation trilogy. Um, both of them, both their creators of Dune and Star Wars have said their main inspiration was the Foundation. So, yeah. Never, <laughs> never heard of it. Um, so, it's an amazing sci-fi story. Anyway, um, I do want to get, because we haven't even talked about it at all, because um, I only just started watching it. Um because I want to watch a few episodes here and there, like to get into it. Now I'm like getting into it. Is the Wheel of Time season two? <laughs> so, Graham. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't mean what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I do have to say though, Grim would actually like what I'm about to say though, because I am at first I was the first episode really slow. I am I am thoroughly somewhat unhappy of what they're doing, but I, but. As we're getting into the fourth episode now, well, the fourth episode's up. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but as I'm verging into that episode, I'm starting to see what they're actually doing. But they, they're they doing things pretty convoluted in a way, and some things they're just pushing through, and I don't get what the hell they're doing. Um, and they're moving along really fast, and they killed off a main character that's not supposed to die for like five more books. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Like, the world building's amazing. The set building is, like, on another level compared to last season. The effects are even on another level compared to last season. It is incredible. You can tell they've upped their budget. It is incredibly looking. Like, it is an, and it, it's really good to watch. If you can put your bias aside that this is not Wheel of Time book adaptation. This is based on the Wheel of Time. If anybody knows what I mean. And I'm sure you've seen that. Like when you watch a movie, it says based on this or based on this book. When it says based on, it means they took the rough cut of what that story is and made their own. Okay. Um, so, and if it says adopted, that means they actually probably took most of it. It's actually probably page for page uh, from the book. 
um, or manga or whatever. Uh, where this is kind of, it's turning, it's a lot more based on Wheel of Time. So that's what it says, based? No, it doesn't say that. Um, but I'm saying that's how it is. Um, and I'm starting to get what they're doing, okay? Because the one thing is some of the characters are acting a lot more adult than they do normally. And the big reason why is because books 5, 6, 7, and 8, okay, are very boring. Are fairly boring. Okay, they're not like jaw droppers, like page turners. They're okay, but it's a lot of just building of characters slowly. Um, and there's no way, and I completely, I don't fault them for this at all, because there's no way in any universe you are going to get people to stay on for 14 seasons. Mm, there's no way. That's not going to happen. And no company is going to pay for 14 seasons. Not even Amazon, who dishes out money like it's freaking Yona style. Um, which is what they're doing. They're cutting out that part of those books. They're going to cut a good portion of the middle part of the story, I'm pretty sure. And they're going to speed through that, um, which is why they're having some of these things happen that are happening now. Um, and why they're having the characters react in a certain way the way they are right now. Because they want to speed through those reactions of character development so you can get to um, books like 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13, and 14. Uh, those bigger reactions. And they are going to consolidate some of them. Um, so, and granted, the one thing I'm happy, they're not like looking over the fact that we're not... like They are still focusing on the Horn of Valier and the Hunt for the Horn. And stuff like that that's still happening but some things i think they're missing they don't get how to visually represent perrin's ability um with the wolves and stuff i just don't think they're completely getting how to do that um they are representing Rand perfectly and his anger um they are doing that very well logan is very weird logan is supposed to be like a whimpering like puddle of him former self and he's really not he's kind of like a madman He's like, he's laughing and he kind of like, he's, I don't know, he's weird. He's not Loghain from the book. He is not Loghain at all. Um, so there is that. Um, but it is fun to watch. It's a really good show. If you can just put your biases aside of, I'm not watching an adaptation of the book. I am watching a show based on the Wheel of Time. Yeah, but that's stupid. Um, that's not what people want. No, but in realistically, like I said, there is no way, and I get that. There's no way you can do 14 seasons. There's no way. No company's going to do that. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's just, well, it's like any other thing, like with the the comic books and stuff. They're always like, this isn't this, this isn't what happened in that Spider Man. I'm like, well, this is the MCU. We're going to do it this way. If if like, if you make it exactly like the the cartoon episodes, nobody wants to see but, but that. But you can do that. Okay, but but that's boring. I don't want to no. watch the same shit. No. Okay. So for instance, like Rioni Kenshin. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rioni Kenshin live action is how you adopt a manga and an anime into a live action. Like you can watch that movie either page or page or shot by shot from the anime, and it's like dead. The same shot. Yeah, I don't want to see that. And it's so well done. I have no interest um, in that. It's so amazing. And then like the remake we're doing right now of the Rioni Kenshin uh, is also like page for page of the manga. Because the creator wanted to go back and he didn't think he adopted it well enough mm -hmm. from the original manga. 
for the anime. And now he's going back through and doing it like almost page for page. It is I have, incredible. Like, I don't know anything about the manga of One Piece, but have you watched? Do you know I know anything? that is pretty incredible what they're doing. A lot of people had doubts about One Piece, but it's turning out to be it, pretty the incredible. show. I've been watching the show; it's pretty good. Yeah, it is, and it is. It's it's shot for shot of the anime. It is. But, but Grimm's like, no, they couldn't do this scene. I'm like, I don't know. They I did. Seen I haven't seen they, it yet. They have done like shot for shot from the anime. Yeah, like it's pretty incredible. All right. I, I haven't completely had a chance to sit down and watch it. I'm like episode four or something like that. But yeah, no, but with Wheel of Time, like you're talking books that are close to a thousand pages each that would take around 20 episodes per season, 14 seasons to even represent even slightly well, properly. Well, they spent a gazillion dollars on No, the I know, but they they like, it's, in, it's not practical. Um, the only thing I think they really screwed up on is I personally think in the first season, like Grimm was really upset and I personally, I get where he was upset with the last couple episodes because they shot those episodes and they shot those scenes badly because of the COVID restrictions when they could, oh. just, when they could yeah. just said, sorry, we have to cancel production until next year. We'll finish shooting. It'll be out in 2021. That makes sense. That would have been fine with me. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. All right. We All right. were really late. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get. We really got a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. So the iPhone 15 is Pro is coming out in October. Uh, the Pro Max is probably one of the biggest leaps I've seen in an iPhone in a very long time. Uh, Even though everybody's saying it's there's not much. There's on not the outside. There's not, and we'll get that. that. Yeah. Um, but generational leap as far as technology, it is incredible. Mm-hmm. The A17 chip, what it can do, um, is in- incredible. Um, the fact that it's running, like you talked about earlier, it's running modern games, like completely full modern games on this thing. Um, it can also, with the camera, it can generate uh, 3D imaging oh, yeah, automatically, yeah. uh, procedural, like with the... Th- uh, for the Vision. Yeah, Pro. for the Vision, for the Vision, because they're obviously going to be adopting to the Vision Pro. Um it has USB-C, um, but the non-pro version will not have USB 3.0. It'll have USB 2.0 mm-hmm. um, because it's still running on the A16 chip. It's not running on the A17. Yeah. Um, so it does not have USB 2. I mean, USB 3. Um, which is why, like, and that's the only thing that bugged me out. This also bugged me out this presentation is that, was it Tim Cook tried to make it out like that they're such innovators with USB-C? No. You were literally forced by the law of the EU to switch to USB-C because it is a standard. A standard is good. That way you don't have to have a thousand different devices, thousand different cords to charge different things. You can have one cord, charge them all. Like, there's a reason, guy. You didn't invent this. You didn't think of it. You didn't innovate it. You were forced to do this. Um, the same way you were forced to write iOS 17 to allow siloing in Europe... Uh, why you didn't put it on the American version? I beyond me. Um, obviously, in the next generation of the non-pro versions of the iPhone, the iPhone like 16 non-pro will obviously have probably the A17 chip, and it will be able to be USB-C uh, 3.0 because um, USB-C is still only like 480 megabytes per second, um, where the A where real USB 3C can actually enable things like decks and things like that like full video transfer everything all going to that same line with zero hiccups that's why usb 3.0 usb c is so great and why it is a standard uh, because of the versatility that it has um so and yeah like i said all usb c is not the same even all the cords are not the same there's plenty of usb c cords that uh that are shit don't buy cheap usb c cords (laughs) 
<laughs> you're not going to get anything. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get any benefit out of it. You're not going to get any fast charging. You're not going to get any of that. Um, the pros both have the Super Retina XDR display with the Pro Motion support, which is pretty cool. Um, um, but we've seen like a lot of innovation with this thing, like so much innovation, especially with the camera. It's finally the telephoto zoom. lens yeah. in it. I uh, was at five times telephoto lens zoom. I don't know if that's that's mine. Uh, the forty-eight megapixel uh, uh, photo, which actually doesn't really matter. You're not putting a freaking picture on a billboard, um, so. <laughs> but it allows you to zoom in. Yeah, I've got five, and then it goes to... It's five 50, times... Mine goes to 50, but it's 50 uh, digital. digital, I'm guessing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, the five times telephone lens is... Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, And the fact that it's... Yeah. And that's only on the, the Max, though. On the Max? The, the telephoto. Five. The, the camera yeah 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 that's um, only on the max camera i mean the max phone not yeah, the pro I mean, yeah not just the uh, pro it's the pro max yeah because of the size yes yep which is fifteen hundred dollars people so you know no it's not it's <laughs> the 11, 15 pro max is fifteen hundred dollars no it's not no it's not it's 11.99 the pro max is 11.99 with 256 gigs of storage you know, this article shows different because I saw another uh, the article I saw earlier. I had well, you posted this one, so I didn't post mine. Yeah, no, it showed it for fifteen ninety nine. No, that's for, for the, the that's the one terabyte. Oh, the fifteen Pro starts at nine ninety nine, with one twenty eight gigs, and the Pro Max starts at eleven ninety nine, which is plenty. Um, and then they have the fifteen and the fifteen plus or whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the plus is. I'm not sure what the plus has. Uh, but they're all they though they the non pro versions have the A16 chip in them, and they both uh, they both have uh the switch still, yes. When the the pro and pro max have, have the button action button, the action. which you could make it just do the same thing, <laughs> kind of like mine has the switch on it, but yeah, no, I know. But with the, the action button, you, you can make it do what the switch does, yeah. That's okay. what it's set, uh, the default is. Yeah. And then you can you basically open anything with it. Yeah. They kind of made their own Bixby button in a way, but. No, the Bixby button is a, like a Hey Google button. No, but you can turn that into anything. Now you can. Yeah. Before you couldn't. Oh, yeah. When it first came out, oh, it was awful. Yeah. I don't even, this phone doesn't even have a Bixby button. They got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They eventually got the, rid of the it. Because the Note 9 had, had it. This one does not. Yeah, they, they did eventually get rid of it. So, but like, on the- I. I don't know. I still like this phone. Like this is very tempting. Oh yeah, <laughs> to go back to the to life. I have it. Like I have a MacBook. I have an iPad. Why not go back to that? But then I have to buy a, a freaking watch. But um, it's very tempting. It is. Yeah. But then I'm like, eh. Maybe the sixteen. So yeah, aside from it being insanely incredible in technology. Um, and what it can do, and it comes in, obviously, the non-pro versions come in some pretty cool colors. I don't know if the pro ones come in those colors, too. I know the non-pro ones, so, but anyway, the, like, pastel colors, which are kind of cool. And obviously, the pro versions, the pro and pro max are, like, steel, titanium, whatever they are, which is pretty cool. I like a hefty phone. <laughs> a hefty phone. Um, so, the one thing, though, and obviously, the big elephant in the room is what have we reached the peak of innovation 
No, they just need to take on more things that uh, Android has. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I mean, okay, this is a rectangle. Uh-huh. Okay, I can call oh, people. Oh, you still want your freaking no, missed phone? No, 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 no. I can call people and I can text people. Um, like, I don't really game on my phone anymore. Maybe. I haven't I gamed on my phone game. in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really. So I'm not really. I think it's cool you can play like Resident Evil 5 and shit and 4 remake and shit on there. That's neat. I'm not going to do it. Even yeah. if I bought the 15 Pro, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it for video. And- <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I barely watch video on my phone uh, that much. Sometimes. Uh, so I mostly just use it for text. Like, you mean? Uh, and other things. And obviously updating our social media. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. use it for a whole, whole lot. My banking, ordering food. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, what do you want to be able to do with no, your phone? Well, no, but I think that's the peak of it. That's what I just described as what a majority of people are doing on their phones. Um, they're not doing anything else. Majority of people. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I Let's see. What do I do? Check my email. Okay. Yeah. That's. What I watch. I do watch video all the time because on my, my lunch breaks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like. I rarely, rarely play games. Yeah. Rarely play games. I'll, you know, I'll do social media, but that's about it. Yeah. I actually, if I actually play games on my iPad more because I have a full, like, it's a full screen. Yeah. It's oh, a big yeah, screen. Like, I can actually play. Yeah. Um, but um, aside from that, though, no, it's, it's a tool to me. Like, it's, mm-hmm. and that's in the end, that's what it's coming down to. Like, it's, you can't do much more with it. Yes. It's cool. It has a good, a really good camera. But is that really useful to me? Do I really need that? I don't post on social media. I don't really give a shit about the camera. Um, you know what I mean? I have. A, I can. I can go buy a real camera, and I have other cameras that I can actually use. To you, you mean? Why do I need that? Like it comes down to it doesn't matter. Like I have an iPhone 11, and I'm not getting anything less. Like well, here's here here here's what it is. Here's what it is. You're a boomer. <laughs> The younger people play games all the time. They use all those things. We don't. No, they don't all, actually. Yes, they do. <laughs> the kids take the parents' phone from them to play games all the time. The super young generations, yes. Yes. Um, but our generation, definitely not. We're, yeah. like, for the most part, over over that. I don't think I ever... Like, the, the biggest games I ever got into were, like, Angry Birds and shit. <laughs> Yeah, and, and crash the castle or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't know. I think, I just personally think that we're innovating, but we're not, we're not getting anywhere. It's like, like, you know I mean, we keep on, we have this little sports car and we keep on putting a bigger engine in it. And it's, it's still a little sports car. It goes faster. <laughs> That's well, about it. What about the, uh, the, like the Galaxy Fold? That's innovation. That's okay. That's innovation, but that's not going anywhere. Those are not going anywhere. So that what is, are you looking for? That is a desperate attempt to be innovative. Where it's like, <laughs> what is the next big thing? That's not it, guys. It's not the next big thing. Hey, that's what Samsung's thing used to be. What's the next big thing? Well, no, but that's not <laughs> it. Okay, so like rotary phones. <laughs> yep. Okay. They were big and they were everywhere until they weren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because... And then obviously cell phones were a thing. And then when Candy this, when this type of cell phone came out, everything else became obsolete. Wait, I can tell you when the iPhone came out, the yes. original iPhone, I was I lost my shit. No, I, I didn't have because I had a friend that had. I'm like, what is the, this? The question is, what's the next thing? I don't know. That's going to make this go and out the window. We're not going to need it. The only thing is like. I still have some 
<laughs> what did you? Oh, you have no microphone. I, no, oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so what is the next big thing? What is going to be the next thing? Um, Implanted augmented reality. Right? Well, there's there one thing called the <laughs> AI pin, which two people from uh, Apple, um, former Apple people that used engineers from Apple, that actually helped develop like the first iPad and a lot of the innovations that are in the iPhone, have formed their own company called Humane, that are coming out. I think it's coming out in about a year or less. It's called the AI pin. Okay. It's a like a pin you put on here. Mm-hmm. It has a little camera and a little tiny thing that can project an image. Okay. And it's just a pin. It, it constantly is scanning your environment. Okay. Okay. Um, and gives you alerts, stuff like that. Um, I think it can pair with other devices. But like if someone's calling, it'll alert you. And you go like this, uh, like say if you get in a call or something, you can go like this and it projects the image onto your palm. It's not like a it's not like a full res image. It's a basic text image, like "Oh, hey, your wife is calling you," kind of thing. And you can click on that, and it'll answer it in your earpiece. Nah. I think that goes backwards. That goes backwards. Well, no. Okay. If, so, if you're looking for just getting messages and shit, yeah. That, but well, no. But are we going to go that direction? Because there is a big movement right now, even amongst young people, that want to break from the distraction. Which could be a thing, but it's 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 not going to be full force. Like, there'll be a group of people, not a, like a large group of people, I'm saying, like a, thousands of people that'll like that idea. Oh, yeah, cut the... It's like cutting the cord, you know? Now you're you're cutting the screen. That's great. They're going to do that. But it's not going to take, take on, like, a cell phone. Because the cell phone has a lot more to do. Yeah. It's, it's got, like, this... You can watch video play a game uh you know take pictures and stuff taking pictures you can't even see what you're aiming at you know it's 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 a great idea for uh, a virtual text message and phone call thing yeah it's like it's like you know android auto on your chest yeah (laughs) it's i don't know it's an idea i would love to see the movement to be pushed away uh and for less distractions it's called airplane mode. <laughs> well, no, I well no, but the problem with humanity, humanity is way too addicted to their dopamine, mm-hmm. um, and that's a big, big problem. But that's a whole other discussion. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so California passes Right to Repair Act, uh, guaranteeing seven years of parts for your phone, uh, the state's Right to Repair Standard Act, because it extends how long companies are required to provide access to repair materials. Uh, yeah. One good thing California is doing. So California just became the third state to pass um, an electric right to repair act. Uh, Bill state two four four passed fifty to zero. Obviously, that's really good. Um, uh, California now follows the footsteps of Minnesota, New York. Both states provided similar right to repair in legislation uh, in the past year. However, the California bill stands out in the requirement companies to expand across repaired materials like parts, tools, documentation, software. Um, a longer period of time, the bill outlines three years of products costing $50 to $100 and even seven years for products priced $100 or more. Um, that bill covered electronics, uh, applications, and obviously made more sold out. Um, but the big difference is obviously they don't point out in this article um, is the California bill the Minnesota bill and the New York bill um, do not allow right to the repair for motor vehicles. 
What could be the reason? Like I said earlier, I, it, definitely because of the, the technology in cars now versus the way they were in the past. Like the past, it was an engine. Now it's an engine with 13 computers. Yeah. And I don't like I don't know if the average normal person could figure that out. Like if you're replacing a screen, you unplug it, you take it out. That's yeah. different. But a lot of those screens you got to reprogram and shit. It it might be they, like you said, they have to make those vehicles ease of use to be able to do that better. But that's that's like a safety issue. Well, I've even it seen, might be a safety thing because you could really screw it up. Yeah, but why are you making your car to that point? Like you need to rethink your engineering of the car. <sighs> and you want an electric car? Shut up! <laughs> I want an electric car that I can repair. I. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So, because you want an electric car that drives itself. <laughs> well, I, I t- well, in a perfect world, I don't want a car at all. I want to be able to go on my phone and go, "I need a car," and a car shows up like five seconds later. Yeah, yeah, they'll never. Happen. That's what I want. Unless you live in one of those fifteen-minute cities. Oh, <laughs> actually, you won't have to have a car. You walk there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, living like, and that's I hate living in a city, but that's like one of the main benefits. And my friends who live in a city don't own cars, because mm-hmm. um, there's no need to. Yeah. Um, so, because it's either public transportation, which there's not in rural areas, it's a big problem. It's like we're, Ben lives in the city right now. Yeah. And I would never want to live there, but I would live there. But everything I, I, is there. Yeah, I would get rid of my car. If yeah. I live there. He doesn't have to worry about like food. He every every corner you turn, there's food. Yeah. You know, stores, restaurants, yeah. the mall, you know, everything there. Yeah. But mm, I've, I've, the closest to the city I've learned is, lived is like Warwick on the main road. Yeah. I lived on, I've lived on Route 2 in Warwick. I was on Coesit. And oh. that's a busy, it's busy. Yeah. It's just busy. Yeah. It was nice because I could just drive down the street and go to Guitar Center. It was great. But yeah, a right to repair is a good thing. And I fix it. If you don't know, I fix is one of the biggest components in trying to push and trying to fund for legislation to get, I, right to repair but we need right to repair for everything not just a few things everything needs to be right to repair if you buy it it's yours to do what you want with and to repair the way you want yeah but with cars you can repair um no so like for instance um like somebody i think it was somebody who owns a prius they wouldn't they weren't even able to change their own oil. electric man they weren't even able to change their own oil electric it has maybe has something to do with that because like my wrx i'll do my i do i, I would do my old oil change mm. i would change my own brakes it doesn't void the warranty if i do it myself hmm. you can do that all this look at all the crap i've done in my car yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't i didn't have to ask permission. So th- that just means subaru hasn't gone the direction of some of these other cars i think it's with electric because i've done it on all my cars yeah my tiburon i did that you know when when i was still paying for it yeah. or when it was on warranty there's, I don't know. Hell, a lot of times with Subaru, the, those idiots who blow their engines, they'll just replace it. Oh, <laughs> like if it's in warranty, even though they they went and souped up their, you know, did all this crap to their car and just blew it, they, they would just replace it because it's like a, there's a big modicum community behind Subaru. Yeah. So, but like I've always 
done my oil and changed my brakes and stuff <laughs> like that, changed my spark plugs when uh, it was still under warranty. Because I'm not going to pay freaking $800. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot more of like the Lexus, Infiniti, uh, Audi, stuff like that. BMW are these companies that are. I think they used to do that, but I think they made a thing that they can't do that anymore. Oh. I, I really think they did. Huh. That they can't have, like, a, you can still have your warranty, but you can, you know, do basic maintenance on your car. Oh, okay. Um, like, if it's something deep where it's, there are a lot of computer-based things where if you, like, for instance, like, Volkswagen, you change that radio, you gotta get a, the alarm gets all screwed up. When you change your radio, you gotta get it reprogrammed so it doesn't, oh. the car alarm doesn't go off. Oh, Jesus. Because it's programmed into that radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Huh. But that was even a long time ago. That was uh, 2000. That was a long time ago. It was, <laughs> it was, it was like a yeah. 2008. Yeah, I just know it's one of the things on these bills. They're not allowing people. No, it was a 98 Beetle. Yeah, so that. for somebody to repair automobiles are not on there. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into this because we're going to get into a lot. We got to get into a lot of Soka. So the UFO conference in Mexico took place yesterday, day before yesterday. Um, I think it was yesterday. Um, with their Congress. These are world leaders. They are in the world stage. These are serious people that are running a government that we're talking about sightings within the confines of Mexico and surrounding areas. Um, they also had video. They did have video of kind of like the same thing as our like TikTok video and stuff. They captured video of like a whole fleet moving across. Oh, it was crazy. I watched the watch and I was like, holy crap, that's a lot. It's like six of them. Like the the same thing, like a TikTok, like that little tiny thing. Like there was like six of them moving across. The TikTok. The TikTok video. Of what? The TikTok video. Oh, okay. Um, the TikTok video. Yeah. There was like six of them they caught with their military radar. And I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Like, yeah. it was pretty incredible. Um, but one of the biggest things that everybody's talking about is that they unveiled that they had these that were. Um, I want to say they were uh, excavated in Cusco, I believe it yeah, was. Retrieved from Cusco, Peru. Uh, yeah, Cusco. Um, and these are mummified, both mummified aliens from over a thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, they look like E.T. Yeah, they look like E.T. Uh, and they have the, they look like typical grays. Uh, they showed like the side by side you can see here. They showed x-rays of them. Um, they don't show all the photos in this article. But yeah, they showed like there was x-rays of them. They showed a standing version. they're small. Yeah, they, like, they, doll. They, they showed standing versions of them. Um, it's hard to buy if they're real because if you look at the full like picture of the cell structure, it's like, okay, so their middle area was a spring? Because that's what it looks like. No, well... It looks like a spring. It looks like a, a vertebrae to me. Well, no, but you can see. like It looks like a spring. Oh, I don't know. It looks really weird. But they were there. They they showed uh, what was weird is they showed some kind of like fallopian tubes and they had eggs. Yes, and that's like how do you? Well, they don't do know what they're eggs. They don't know what they were. Well, well, yeah, they think they're eggs, whatever. Um, but not the aliens. <laughs> um, but yeah, we think they were. But they don't know. But yeah, it's weird. That, I don't know. It's just a strange design. Granted, nature makes some weird shit. Um, <laughs> just look at humans. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, it's hard to buy if they're real. Who knows if they're real? Um, but I do like the fact that one of um, the leaders in Mexico did, uh, during the conference, he was like, 
he was pointing out all these things and he's like you would think this would be a bigger deal he's like you would think this would cause the world to stop fighting and actually work together to figure out what the hell is happening here but either way nobody's reacted like when they talked about it in in, in yeah. here well in, i think he was i think he was hinting at like the war in ukraine and stuff like that things that are going on that like why are we fighting each other when this is a bigger problem yeah because like we could be this could be if this is real yeah this is a like it's like a breakthrough and a whole oh no yeah exactly <laughs> at the same time yeah and i think that's what he was trying to get at but but i've been watching a lot of y files now and i'm like i gotta remember which ones are real and which ones are fake because oh, some Jesus. of the stories he tells are true and some of them are like okay this was from a old radio show you know oh yeah yeah he covers some of the old art bell stories mm. oh i miss art bell art bell is one of the best and i like I, I i did some research on aj He's a producer. That's why he, I know. That, like, but like, he was like, didn't you say, "Oh, his channel grew really fast"? He did. So, okay, that's why. No, no, no. Okay, Dude, he was he was a, a he was in the Legend of Korra, like the show. He was a voice actor. Yes, he's he's got a lot of stuff backing him. Oh yeah, no, he does. Mm -hmm. um, but um, and he moved from like California to like Texas to I think yeah, he lives in Texas I think now. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so. No, but the thing is, though, when he started his channel, like, it didn't grow anywhere, because I was watching, I've been watching him from the beginning, and uh, he had, like, less, he had around, like, I want to say, like, 500,000 subscribers, um, like, <laughs> oh, no, oh, and oh, that's like... not, and that was, like, a, like, a little over, like, a year ago he had that, mm -hmm. and before that, he was stuck at, like, 80,000 for, like, ever, it seemed like. Oh, no. But no, he wasn't moving. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like all of a sudden within like three weeks, his channel went from like that to 500,000 to 700,000 to a million. Now it's at 2.2 million. Wow. Like it's, it's fun. Just it's fun to watch. All of a sudden you know, just blew up. Is that when he brought heck, Hecklefish in? No, Heckle, okay. <laughs> Hecklefish has always been there. He uh, also brought in Space. He had Space, Space Panda. Panda was around for a little bit too, but that didn't last. Yeah, I saw an episode last night on that and they're like, who are you? He's been here before. Oh. I was like, oh, I've never seen him. <laughs> yeah, that was just Space Panda. Uh, but it never worked out. And I really liked the one when they said they went went to the moon and they, 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 they had the uh, Apollo 20. Oh, yeah. And they went to the moon and there was a spaceship on there. And yeah. they went on. That was freaking cool. <laughs> and that was another fake story that they really pushed. Because like they even had like like an alien woman. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah, but that, anywho. Yeah, that <laughs> was that whole entire fake story that the, the, they found out. Somebody wrote it. Someone else did these facts, everything. It was a complete hoax. But the reason I'm saying this is, is this a hoax? Yeah, it could be a hoax. But why, like, if these are, like, real, legit, well, leaders. And that was the point I was trying to make. Are these real leaders trying to make this so hyperbolic that it gets the rest of the world to go? Wow, why are we worrying about these stupid little problems in our world when this is a real problem? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But these are not the aliens we're looking for. Well, we, we don't know that. <laughs> the aliens we are looking for are Ahsoka. Ahsoka? Ahsoka Tano. Now, everybody knows you're at the end of the podcast i want to give a warning you are going to hear a lot of spoilers for the ahsoka show and rebels and star wars in general so if you want to click away or if you're okay with spoilers this is your last warning because the next thing i'm going to say is going to be a spoiler <laughs> okay so episode four episode five of ahsoka was incredible for one um episode five was directed by dave filoni um and before the episode he said it was going to be a spiritual experience 
literally said that <laughs> it was also in select theaters if you wanted to go see it in select theaters i wonder Ep- how what do they charge for that a i don't full know 20 dollars or whatever I don't, um i think it when i went to see like they did that with the walking dead a few times and i went and it was regular admission that's kind of expensive but yeah whatever for like 45 minutes well no it was like for the walking dead it was like the last two episodes which was like oh, two hours okay okay um so yeah um, I mean, it was cool. If it was a theater near me, I probably would have went. But the closest one was in Boston. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, for four and five, we got to see some pretty incredible things. We got to see a fight with, obviously, Ahsoka fight Balin. And you can tell Balin did not really want to fight her. He did mm-hmm. not want to kill her. Yeah, he said it didn't have to go this far. And we also saw, like... That's what's interesting is Ahsoka chose to fight him. Um, with the fighting style, like she chose to fight him with Form Seven, um, with the single blade, which I'm not completely. She chose to match him. Oh, Balin. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure why because I think I personally think if she would have used her fighting style, um, I can't remember the technical name for her fighting style. I I think she probably would have beat him. Um, maybe he's pretty. He's he's. If Balin is like insanely strong in the Force, like he is a force to be reckoned with, like, like he is, and you can tell he's not even using all his power. He's like holding back. Mm. He is incredible, whoever he is, or where he's from, or whoever trained him. Which is I, I mean, be and demonstrate. Um, but yeah, and obviously we saw that Sabine went with them to the next galaxy. Um, and obviously we think that. See that Hera was possibly very much in trouble with the New Republic <laughs> for, uh, for not following orders. Um, yeah. And then episode, and obviously when Ahsoka gets blasted off the edge of that and falls, and then she wakes up in the, and then all of a sudden Anakin's there. Yeah, in the world between worlds. Um, and Anakin is there, and he shows up to teach her one last lesson. Now she wasn't just knocked out. She was definitely she definitely like teleported somewhere. Okay, because she we don't because we don't know. I'm sorry, she would have drowned. We don't know <laughs> what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was underwater when we they don't, found her. We don't know if Anakin pulled her out. Uh, we don't know if Morai pulled her out. Um, I think there's a good chance that Morai could have definitely pulled her out. Uh, pulled her into the world between worlds. Morai, who's that? Uh, Morai is the she's the daughter. She is the embodiment of the light side. She oh. is a god. And oh, that's she. Thing you took. She. Yeah. Um, and Which we she, don't know about at all. No, we do know quite a bit. Uh, really? In what? Um, so they're in Clone Wars. Clo- it's in Clone Wars. That's but, all I want. No, but before yeah. that, though, everything that Dave Filoni added in Clone Wars was taken straight from the last novels that were put out oh, before before <laughs> before Disney bought them. Oh, and the, every every little detail. Graham would tell you. Nobody's li- reading those books. Every little detail was taken right from those novels. Yeah, but nobody nobody that just watches the shows would know anything about that, unless um, it was a little bit in the Clone Wars or something. It was in the Clone Wars. And it was okay. the same thing. Clone. Wars. Yeah, uh, we got all the same information in the Clone Wars that was in those books about mm. them. Um, and she's the daughter. She's the embodiment of the light side, and she also gave her. Um, incarnation essence to save Ahsoka's life and brought her back to life in the Clone Wars. So Ahsoka is 
in a way, she's kind of a god, literally. She's kind of died like three times. She's well, yeah, but she's literally like a god because she's not alive yet in Rebels. <laughs> but no, but no, but she's like she has like people like that's one thing. Last night, people were in the chat. Ooh, what do you call it? A uh, Mary Sue Ahsoka. It's like no, dude, she's literally a light side god. Like, there's not much she can't do. What's Mary Sue? A Mary Sue is somebody that can do everything. Oh, okay. But when you literally have the force power of embodied in you from the light side force god herself, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> of course you're going to be powerful. Like, come on. Give me a break, people. Uh, so it could have been her. Um, but Anakin teased her lesson. And the recap from Clone Wars was incredible. Like That was pers- really neat. The person doing... My question is, is this like force coast anakin we don't know we have no idea i personally think it really was anakin um showing himself to her to teach her something it actually could have even been just the force showing her itself but Uh it probably was anakin teaching her one last thing bringing her through those moments of her life of their training and it went through all the stages, and the person doing the makeup and the cgi for anakin was incredible he really looked like his younger self I was blown away. As long as the person playing young Ahsoka did an amazing job. When you first see him, you can tell it's like what, but then you, but as you watch, you realize that it's because they're trying to show him young and then angry and. Well, he goes from like when we last saw him before he turned to young Anakin uh, to somewhat older to back to right before he turned. Uh, and it goes back and forth over and over again. And the foreshadowing they did was oh was so good. Yeah, they're like he was walking away in the cloud in the fog, and then lightning the shot, vid- and you see the- Vader. Oh, so cool! Yeah, and we get up to the point where he's—I oh, can't wait for Tony Cameron to see this. Where episode. he's picking at her, finding out what is her problem, and then he realizes it, and he goes, "Oh, that's it." When he realizes why she is the way she is, because she feels like it's her fault. He turned to the dark side. Um, uh, and he's like, "Oh, is that it? Really?" Yeah, and he's like, "Come on now, <laughs> I love that." But he's like, "You really like, like, you really think that was you? That was me." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not on you. Um, and then they go, and then they fight, and then the last move that she does, a lot of people didn't pick up on it, is the same exact move that Anakin does to Dooku to kill him. Oh, except she doesn't kill Anakin there; she stops right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where in obviously Anakin takes Dooku's head off. Yeah. Um, and she stopped right there. So you realize this, obviously, she is his Padawan. You can tell she fights just like him. Um, and he's like, now, you've, now you know. And as she leaves, she is now Ahsoka the White. And a lot of people are like, well, what's Ahsoka the White? Okay, so the... Thou flash- shall not pass! So the flash forward <laughs> at the end of Rebels um, did is the same parallel scene we saw at the end of episode 2 of Ahsoka because that was purposeful, showing you where the storyline takes place. It's just that Dave Filoni decided to go, you know what, I want to show you how she becomes Ahsoka the White. I don't want to just branch, I just don't want to go into Ahsoka the White because there's a really good story behind why she be- and how she becomes Ahsoka the White uh-huh. and how she deals with the baggage of Anakin and everything else and that's what this was and now that she's dealt with that baggage and she realizes it's not her fault that people die sometimes you can't save everybody now she can let that go and she's now Ahsoka the White yeah. now what I want to say is the whole the, the the Clone Wars part like the costumes oh yeah incredible right on oh yeah even even the tuck of, of how it's 
the, his robe is folded in yeah. is like right on the money. Yeah, even they, the they got the coloring is. that the armor perfect, the red armor on his sleeves. Um, it was perfect. Hell, even, like, like and right the here, fact that the, the, the armor that he's got, like that, like it's like that, right on from the show. And, and the red shirt too. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and the guy, and that is uh, what's his face who played uh, Boba Fett doing the voice of Rex. That is him. It was Rex. It, yeah, no, yeah. it was well, the guy. Well, no, it yeah. was the same guy who plays Boba Fett. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. He did the voice. I'm really hoping we're going to see older Rex in the show at some point. Oh, that'd be neat. Because it'll be him playing he, it. He's part of Rebels, too. Yeah, he'll be playing it, which yeah. will be great. I really hope we see older Rex. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, and obviously... We but, s- but even, like, this armor, like like I, like I said, I've never watched Clone Wars because I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. But, like, it's like, literally, he's almost Darth Vader right there. <laughs> Well, no, that was that was the standard armor. Yeah, I know. In Clone Wars, I don't see anybody else wearing that. No, there was a few of the Jedi wearing it. Yeah, it just Uh, looks like it. So, and then obviously we get into how are they going to get into how are they going to get to the other galaxy? And then she realizes, wait, she real she puts it together in her head. Wait, Ezra used those things to get to the other galaxy, and she has beast and whales, and she has beast control. So she's like, well, let's see if this works. And she does. She controls the portal and takes off to the other galaxy. Now, my thing is, was it Rebels or did, was it the show that uh, she said she's not a Jedi anymore? She's not a Jedi. So why does she still use the Force? Because that doesn't can, mean you're... Okay, does, anybody can use the Force. Doesn't mean you're... Jedi is a sect. It's a, not a... You know what I mean? It's not... It's not the force, but why wouldn't she be? Just yeah, like she just doesn't believe in their beliefs or something, or yeah, the same thing. Like the Sith are the Sith; they're not. They're not just dark side users. There's other dark side users. Um, there's also like the witches of Dathomir. They use the force in a whole other way. It doesn't mean they're Jedi, they're Sith, they're anything. They're just they use the force differently. Um, uh... Everybody can use the force in the galaxy. Even the broom sweeping kid uses the force. Yeah. Okay. Well... So. <laughs> they could have went a little bit more on that. I know they were so. so what did you think about young Ahsoka? Oh, she did a perfect job. She was young Ahsoka, and she did pretty good. She fighting did. Too. It was dead on of Ahsoka from Clone Wars. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was it was perfect. Yeah, I was like, um, this is great. I was like, what? no. So but yeah. like even the Clone Wars, like the costumes. Oh man, it was right on. Yeah, man. but no, she does. Ahsoka does follow a lot of the Jedi teachings. She doesn't believe in their overall arching, and for a good reason. The Jedi in the prequels were way too full of themselves. Way too full oh, of themselves. Okay. And that's yeah, why yeah, they yeah. lost. Yeah. That is why they lost. Um, so, yeah. And Anakin knew it. Qui-Gon Jinn knew it. Dooku knew it. That's why he left. Um, yeah. So, yeah. She is not a Jedi and she never will be a Jedi. She doesn't want to be a Jedi. All right. So, yeah. Um, but I still say it till this uh, at the end of this podcast. I'll say it again. Jason Syndulla will be Darth Kytus. We are going to see Darth Kratos, and it will be Jason. Jason Simula will turn to the dark side. Yeah, he's had a lot more presence in the show than I thought he would. Yeah, like, no. Since they introduced him, what, last episode? Yeah, they could have called him any other name aside from Jason. They that's, could, that's a coincidence. They, not a that, coincidence, and, and man. They could, and they could have easily gave him um, um, Kanan's last name of Doom, but they didn't. They chose Hera's last name. That's a, that, And it's too close to Jason Solo. It's too close. Yeah, well, J-A-C-E-N or whatever. Come on. 
right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a... How many Jasons do you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know any Jasons. No, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, we will see him turn to the dark side, unfortunately. Uh, but for good, I will love it. I will absolutely love it. Because <laughs> we can already see he's a strong force user. Um, and but, he's not even trying. He's yeah. like, I hear something. Yeah. Anyway, so this has been Talking Gaming and Tech. We will see you in two weeks with an update with two more Ahsoka shows. Uh, that are going to be incredible as well. Uh, we're going to see some crazy shit because we're going to see the other galaxy. We're going to see some absolutely insane stuff. So, is yeah. There, how many episodes is it? Is it eight? Uh, there's three more episodes. Three more. Three yeah. more. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, five, six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't wait. I, it's going to be incredible. Um, this is some of the best Star Wars that have been since forever. Holy crap. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. And we'll have, obviously, more gaming, more tech, all that fun stuff. But until that time, make sure to go to YouTube, youtube.com slash techprimemedia, and hit subscribe, hit that bell, do whatever you have to, but go watch some videos. Go check us out. Thank you for watching. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, everyone. See you next time. Now it's what I want to say.